Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chopping It Down podcast with your host, Dan, Joel, and Zion. Woo! We finally got it. <laughs> that only took one try. All right. First so, shot. what is our topic for today's episode of the Chopping It Down podcast? Our episode is going to be about how music has changed within the past 30 years from listening to CDs in your car and cassettes or however early in the 90s it was to streaming through an auxiliary cable or through just straight up Bluetooth in your car. Um, so why are we talking about this? Because music has always been impactful in our way of life, you know, whether it be listening at parties or in the car or just due to the nature of streaming, how our music palette has become more diverse because of how easy it is to listen to other artists, big or small. Now, if you are a music artist, this is the episode to listen up to because we are going to delve deep into the complex nature of streaming and why it might be easier to get famous and reach a wider audience of fans due to social media, such as TikTok or Instagram and Twitter, but now it's gonna be harder to make money than ever due to how streaming works and how it pays out. And then the people that listen to music should also be wary of this because now if you really want to support an artist that you like, big or small, now you have to dedicate a lot more time to their music. Whereas before, let's say the early 2000s, it was a lot easier to support them due to you could just buy a CD for them that costs $10 and they get you know whatever cut of that, which is more than streaming because now streaming pays out very little whether you listen to one song of theirs or an entire album. Let's say, for example, you're listening to a local band that you really like that has their music on Spotify, and Spotify pays out four-tenths of a cent per song. So let's say they come out with a new album, and you listen to their 12-track album one time, right? You really like it, it's good on you, but you know, it's due to the nature of streaming, you go and listen to other stuff, you just listen to that one album at one time to do them a favor. If So if it's a 12-track album, you listen to each one one time. That's 12 streams. If you were to listen that so that album on Spotify, you would be only giving them five cents. <laughs> five cents. That's, a nickel. That's a, that's crazy. Which is that's why it's, it's becoming a lot more easier for people to ask for money through donations like Patreon or GoFundMes because people really fans. need to be earning money to fund their projects. And mm. due to how streaming works now, it's a lot harder to do that, right. especially with how much time and how much effort you're putting into making the album. The payouts are becoming very little compared to right. the way it used to be where, you know, even if let's say even if 10 people bought your, you know, your CD for $10, you'd still be making a hundred dollars and you can do that at a concert. You can just get straight yeah. cash for it. You know, with streaming, you know, certain people are going to have to take a cut of that. And with albums selling in stores, there's also cuts from that too, but it's not nearly as much as streaming, which is why, you know, Titans like Drake can go on and put out an album, get 60 billion streams and make a ton of money from that, even though he's not actually selling albums. It's more, it's going to be more like 800,000 albums sold. So you'd have to get about... 20,000, a little bit over 20,000 streams. That's <laughs> to profit. Yeah. What, so, what do you guys think about this? Because I, you know, you guys listen to a lot of different music. 
So, you know, when it comes to supporting your guys' favorite artists, what do you guys, you know, think about the streaming debacle? Well, I'm just shocked because I was looking on my iTunes and I was looking at the song that I played the most. And one song that I've played the most is like 142 plays. And I looked it up on Spotify, like the conversion. I've only given them 62 cents. Wow. 62 cents. But let's say that song, song 102, no, 140 times. 142 times. And let's say that song is what, four minutes? 142 yeah, it's times about four, four minutes. Four, that's Wait, seven, uh, that's what? over 700 minutes what of listening to that one song. What song is it though? Um, Feels. By who? Um, Calvin Harris, right? Is that right? Calvin Harris. Yeah, how many streams does it have? It, I can find out. So imagine. I mean, Calvin Harris is a pretty yeah, he's, he's he's yeah, well-known artist. So yeah, let's, let's just say that one song has a million streams and your average person to listen to it a hundred times, giving them about 60 cents. So if we multiply 0.62 cents divided, uh, sorry, by a million, that's about $600,000 for a million streams. Yes. Which um, still... Well, that's a lot of money. Obviously. Well, a million, yeah, a million people listening to that song one hundred times. Right, ex- exactly. So that's not even saying everyone listens to it a hundred times. Right, right? And, and and you know, due to how personal it has become, that all these tailored playlists are being curated. Yeah, you know, now it's a lot easier to maintain those streams, whereas before it would only belong to like radio people right or mm. people playing it at a club or people playing it at a party yeah so, someone gets on the ox and streams so my view on that uh when it comes to supporting my artist i mean my artist i i listen to drake consistently so i know <laughs> i'm giving him bank for sure like <laughs> without a doubt i'm at least giving him a dollar <laughs> wow. meaning i'm listening to it like a thousand times yeah no, it's kidding. crazy it's a not a thousand but <laughs> versus um, like buying a, DVD, a disc and it's like right. 10 bucks like, so in terms of how, you know, coming into the music world now versus before, it has its obviously ups and downs. In this case, maybe I agree. if you're an up and coming artist, maybe more bad than good because you have to rely a lot mm-hmm. on promotion. Yes. You have to a gain lot. that fan base. Like, you have to be able to accumulate a lot of listeners right. that will listen to your songs a lot of times. Right. And you have to work hard. Mm-hmm. Like, And not everyone's going to be a Lil Nas X, right? No. no. I don't even know how he came about with his uh, Old Town Road song. I guess, it, I guess it was catchy. catchy. Yeah. You know, yeah. brought Billy Ray Cyrus back into the light. You know, and it's already kind of a meme. People so. used it as a meme, actually, now that I think about it, which... It was TikTok. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah. right. So maybe if you're smart about uh, marketing and, and promotion, maybe you can... Get it? Because Lil Nas X is literally a meme account. <laughs> like right, his, yeah. his actual verified Twitter is yeah, a meme Twitter account. Yeah, Twitter. He just posts a lot of memes. He's a funny, lot. man. He's he, funny. He, he really is funny. Um, but again, in terms of how it is now versus before, you know, it, it's it depends on how you look at it. Because the way I look at it is right now there's a lot more opportunity um, in terms of variety when it comes to me as a listener, obviously yes. as an artist, it's going to be hard. Right. Uh, but it gives room for someone like me to find you as opposed to if we were still, you know, relying on CD sales, there's no way I'm going to buy your CD if I yeah. have no idea who you are. Exactly. If you have like an artist that's in Florida that right. you, that it's a local band down there. Right. But because they put it on Spotify, they're opening up the doors 
for right. other people around the, the around country. So there's a lot. Them. There's a lot more reach. Um, there's a band uh, called uh, the Tiny Moving Parts, yes. which yeah. I found out about them <laughs> through YouTube. And they're actually not even that big. I think they're out of Minnesota or something. Um, they're not even like that huge, but they still have a good amount of following, if that makes sense. So, but even so, it, right now, if they were out when CDs were around, they'd probably make much more profit. I think so. Maybe. But you also have to factor in that they're probably going on tours, right? Tours are what's yeah. so, making money for artists. Yeah, now. yeah, true. So, uh, things like that, and and but even then, that costs a lot of money, right? right. So it does, especially it, it, if you it, want it to do really it right. all yeah. relies on money at the end of the day and, mm -hmm. and marketing schemes and things like that. Not not to say it didn't rely on it, you know, before when CDs were around, but I think now it's it's you know, I guess heavier. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know because how to say it. There's a lot of people that say it's a lot easier to be independent, but. It's really not. Right. Yeah. Chance the Rapper is a very rare exception, but even he still gets help from Apple and other streaming mm -hmm. services yeah. that pay him to put to for him to put his music on those services. Right. Like when he f first came out with Coloring Book, which was his third mixtape, Apple Music paid him a good chunk of money so that way he, they would release it on that platform. And, you know, well, hold, hold behold, you know, it made a lot of money and it got a lot of streams. You know, he won a Grammy for it. But when it comes to just other people putting out their music on these streaming services, it really just does not do enough to no. fund a business. Because think of you have to think of an artist and a band as you know business ventures because that's what they're doing. You know, they're selling stuff. Right. They're trying right. to make money from things that they put out, and it's going to become a lot harder for these music artists to make money. And fund their dreams because you know you can pay. Let's say let's say you want a really nice music video, you pay like two thousand dollars for it. You know, collect a band account. If that music video does not get enough streams on YouTube, or it doesn't push the song further on your on your streaming platforms to make that money back, that's just money going to a music video. Well, granted, yeah. you should only be doing music because you love it, not right. to just make money. Mm -hmm. right. But to keep going with the dream, it's going to become a lot harder. How do you feel about yeah. that? nowadays with artists do you think um artists are trying to get into music as a you know easy way out now more than ever i would say i think because of how easy it is to make music and to put it out there yes but it's also just a good outlet for people to you know get their emotions out right whether or not people are going to buy it and especially if you do it with a very low budget how do you feel about on like soundcloud do you think that people should go towards that I think, yes, I still think people should put their music on SoundCloud. Even though they don't get any money from it whatsoever? It's it's free to put on. So, yeah. Okay. It's just it's just putting mm. it on everything. Like, let's say this podcast, for example, right? We first started out, we put it on Spotify, Apple, and then obviously Anchor, because that's the site that we use to, you know, make this podcast be able to go on those streaming services. Yes. But now that we have more viewers and more streams, like we're approaching a thousand streams pretty soon. Oh, word. That's what's up. We're getting on, <laughs> we're like on radio, uh, pocket, Google podcasts, mm -hmm. breaker, which is like an upcoming streaming service. But that, that was all thanks to anchor, right? 
Right. And, yeah. and Anchor provided us with that. Yeah. And not a lot of people and Anchor, have that Anchor helps out a lot because I think, what is it, $15 per 1000 Yeah. So uh, that ad that you hear at the beginning of each episode of the podcast, we do get money from that. Granted, it's not a lot because obviously our podcast isn't getting a lot of streams. Mm-hmm. But every 1000 streams that, that actually count as streams, so not just like pressing the podcast and then going away once you hear the ad. <laughs> right. We get... Uh, fifteen dollars every thousand, and that's because of the length of the podcast, right? Like compared to a song, which is like three minutes, right? So streaming for a podcast is different because if you want a stream for a podcast, people have to listen to it at least for sixty seconds. For a song, it's at least thirty, mm-hmm. right? But due to the nature of a song that you can just repeatedly play it over and over again, you know that's why it has to be much lower. Yeah, because obvi- like people are going to listen to this podcast once, maybe twice yeah. if they find it that interesting. Right. And then that's it. Yeah. And then it just goes away, you know, versus a song. Spotify says just... it's played. You know, you go on to your next podcast. Right. With a song, you can just play that thing on shuffle. Take, for example, Justin Bieber <laughs> when <laughs> Yummy came out. I don't know if you guys saw that Instagram post that he put out. Yeah. But it was. It was basically like a post. It was a it was a repost from a fan, yeah. but Justin Bieber put that on his account, so he's taken he's taking credit for that. And it was like, in order to get Yummy to number one, leave your Spotify on repeat um, yeah. while you sleep Just or something like that. It. Like turn the volume down yeah. all the way down, like keep it charged and play the song. And I was like, Justin Bieber is one of the biggest pop acts in the world, and he's asking. The fact that he's asking about it. That local bands are asking their fans to do. Yeah. But for them, it's understandable. For him, it's like. Right. For local bands, it's understandable because, you know, their fans want to support them. That's how you support them is by keep streaming the song over and over. Justin Bieber does not need that. He just wants (laughs) to be number one because uh, it was what? I think it was Roddy Rich is the one that had the number one with the box. Mm, Yeah. He had the number one single out. You know what's crazy? Like, um, even if Justin Bieber didn't make number one, he still makes, he's, he's still going to make millions. Yeah. Regardless. Exactly. Of that song. Which is why it was kind of embarrassing for yeah. him to do that because right. it's like, you don't need Regardless, to you're going to make money, Justin. Like you just look bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justin. Um, Selena Gomez was doing the same thing too. I Sorry. About that. Wait. I know. Was it. it Selena Gomez? Oh, freak. Forgive no. me if I'm wrong. Well, Selena Gomez just was, gets a bunch of streams from nowhere i don't even oh yeah yeah it was anyone who, Gomez, like, I, remember, <laughs> I listened to her new album once so yeah. enjoy my six cents that i gave you selena not but. even six cents <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, true yeah it's more like three cents yeah for a, for a 12 track album but it's just why why do you need to do that like, why are you trying to take away from like the like the people on the bottom like the people on the bottom are the are the ones that need yeah. to be repeating streams maybe like, it's a game yeah. to them or something i don't know I mean, at the end of I mean, the day, the they're thing, still going to... It's it's all just one big business move. Yeah, you know, true. At the end of the true. Day. Facts. These record, record labels are becoming more and more prominent now more than ever because of how easy it is to Be- push their music. Bro, speaking of record labels, did y'all hear how much Megan Thee Stallion makes? No. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. I don't know if this is true or not. But is, is it a bad number? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the they're number? also keeping her music Apparently, like, trapped right like, now. But... I, I doubt this is true. Apparently they like her record label takes all right so she made seven million uh dollars i don't know the the span i don't know for what or i don't know if it was streams concerts or whatever but 
apparently she only got like twenty thousand. <laughs> No really? Way. Yeah. I again it was just a tweet I saw, so like there's no <laughs> yeah. real source, but there like it is kind of trending now how she's not making money, like enough money. Right. Uh, and her record label's also keeping some of her music hostage. Right. So why that, that? that happens a lot. People like, you know, they Taylor make Swift. it big. Taylor Swift? Yeah. You guys oh, heard about right. that, right? Yeah, yeah. With Scooter Braun. Yeah. She couldn't nope. they they almost sued her. Because they there were songs that she had that they made under Scooter Braun's record label, and Scooter Braun said you can't play those songs live. Wow. Yeah. Or you're not going to make any money from them either. That's, I was like, wow. Right. <laughs> so fact, I mean, so, music has really. Yeah, just the fact that people want to go to these record labels because it's so hard to go independent. It's yeah. just, <laughs> it's just all one big clusterfuck of yeah. streaming and, you know. As someone that still likes physical media, that likes going CD shopping and sometimes vinyl shopping. I, you know, when I get my own house, I want to buy a, a, like a record table. So do I. And just get a whole bunch of vinyls. I I don't know why. Maybe for the aesthetic or whatever. Or I just I like really the don't. idea of having it. Like it sounds good, too. It. Like, vinyl. It I does. believe it. Very yeah. good. I, I bought one at a thrift store today. It was like 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. I was really tempted to oh, buy it. Oh. Oh my oh, god! Oh, you didn't buy it? No, I Would didn't. Would you go with like my... an antique uh, turntable or turntable? Wow, an antique version of a what did I just say? The record the, player, yeah, the record player, <laughs> <laughs> or like a modern version? I would like a modern. version. I'd like a modern version. Okay. I think it'd be yeah, easier yeah. to use. You know, just some. So this is something as like they come with Bluetooth too. Vinyl albums, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, yeah. Because you get the the two part. Right. So while we're on the top, to- <laughs> we're on the top. The topic, the topic, the topic, the topic, the topic, oh, of, now? Of, the topic of music streaming. <laughs> oh, wait, what? So while we're on the topic of vinyl and, you know, the way music sounded, let's talk about how music changed in terms of sound in the past 30 years. So when I was growing up, I was born in 1996, early 2000s, there was a lot of boy bands, Maroon 5, mm. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Because of how music was purchased and how they made their money, it was a lot easier for bands like that because, you know, you have to pay five people on top of the sound designer or the person helping making the album or music video. So what do you guys think of, let's say, like the early 90s or the early 2000s on how it sounded? Well, so I think we're not taking in a lot of factors when it comes to the Wait, oh, yeah. You said like, the way music sounded? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad, yeah. my bad. Wow, I was about to get into <laughs> something. really going to get real. In- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so music in the 90s, uh, I dig it. I like it. I liked it. I still do like it. It's a lot more Unfortunately, bands. I yeah. like I didn't grow up listening to a lot of 90s music. I listened to more because I grew up you know, Christian households. So I listen to a lot of gospel, but even like back then, gospel sounds much different than it does now. That's yeah. true. Like, a lot. Gospel is a lot more. It, it, it's a lot more groove. Yeah. Focus now. Right. Not that it was because gospel music actually slaps. If you guys didn't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was telling Joel today. He was like, "Oh, I listen to country on like some days." I'm like, "Dude, sometimes I just listen to gospel." Yeah. I didn't expect that yeah, from Dan. Yeah. I really did it. So gospel. Um. You know when, when I had the chance to, I would. I would. Again, this is me growing up. Uh, I would listen to like Kanye West and. Um, 
uh, like Lil Wayne. So I, unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of the 90s music era background growing up, but I have listened to it. And what I and I still do listen to, to it now, actually, um, on my current play, uh, playlist, like Big Crit. Um, uh, sorry, Biggie Smalls, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple R&B artists on there that that came out in the '90s that I listened to that I really like, and it has changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad per se. You know, I I don't think I'm the right person to ask for that because I like both genres. I see the good in both, and I don't really see, you know, anything wrong with today's. Same here. Uh, Hip hop. Or, no, I shouldn't say that. R and B. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it. But back in the '90s and early 2000s, before streaming got you know kicked into high gear, it definitely was about quality. Right. So yeah, okay. because now it's let's say if you have a song on Spotify, it could be the best song ever, but it needs to be listened to however many times to earn money. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now as before you, you have people like, let's say the Migos or future pumping out or Chris Brown actually is, a, oh, yeah. is a good example. Yeah. Pumping out 40 song albums. <laughs> Dog. I, that blows just me. to get streamed. Yep. And then, you know, they have some hits from that album and those get played on repeat. But people that are just, you know, big Chris Brown fans are just going to play the entire album over and over again. So at the end of the day, like, as us as consumers, we're kind of the winners in that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because, like, yeah, no doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt. So, we got the no big doubt. win over here. Right. Like, we're getting music. Yeah. Like, no a lot doubt. of we're it. Getting all we have to do is, like, pay 10 bucks a access. month. We're getting, exactly. yeah, exactly. We're getting all this music for a cheap price, and we're getting as much as we want. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, going out and buying a CD, you know, I still do that. And I can go out and get an Anderson Pack CD. That's fourteen bucks I'm pumping into Anderson Pack, uh-huh. but it's just that album. Yeah, I can right. only listen to that that album that so album. many times before I'm like, I want to listen to something else. Which is why <laughs> yeah, Spotify yeah. and Apple Music make it so easy for you to right. go out and explore more types of music. I mean, they literally have explore pages where you can look up right. music that they think you might like. Yep, and they're usually not wrong. At they're least, not. Right. No, yeah, it's <laughs> not for because me because they have such a wide selection. Right, in the algorithm. Whereas before, mm-hmm. you know, if, let's say you're Rage Against the Machine and you're like this politically charged lyrics, heavy rock. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, that music, lyricism. That, that music is definitely gone down. Yeah, lyricism has then. changed drastically yeah. for sure. Right, because people are supporting not only the music, but what you say, because they're just putting more money into you. So, so they expect yeah. uh, like a certain quality. Right. So them. as much as the world has... Um, change obviously in terms of where everyone is more open now you know everyone's more vocal uh music is less i I think less vocal now than what it was before yes i would say so have you guys heard of immortal technique no No. is that a rapper yes okay his (laughs) his (laughs) lyrics are all right so you know how eminem's lyrics were like Eminem, Tyler the Creator, like they were really vulgar. Yeah. So Immortal Technique was that, but like times ten. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. And anyone tries to come out with that kind of music now, wow, they'll get shunned. Well, not only that, that you know, being ex- extremely explicit is also looked frowned upon. Right. But I think having lyricism 
is also being frowned upon now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's being called as corny now. Yeah. It, which really? the, that like blows Jay, me. J. Cole gets called corny. Yeah. Logic. You know, Logic has yeah. some corny bars, but I don't. I wouldn't say he's a corny rapper. No. Nah. He's he's one of the few. Well, I guess he's half white, half black. I was gonna say he's one of the few that can rap without saying like one of the few you know Caucasian rappers that can rap without saying the N word. Right. Because uh, the reason I say that is because a lot of people <laughs> say that, oh, people can't rap without saying the N word. Like, you know, who's actually there was a big argument about this little Dicky and that song what he made with Chris Brown. Oh, right. oh, oh yeah. Friday. Yeah. 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 I remember when he switched bodies with him. Yeah. And yeah. He was saying the N word because he was like, oh, I can say it now. Yeah. A lot of people went after him because of that. Like, <laughs> I mean, little Dicky's little Dicky is corny, I would say, because he doesn't really say anything of substance. No, like no, he's kind of like a comedy rapper. Yeah, yeah. But I like just that. like it's how a different um, kind of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's his name? Donald Glover. Well, Childish Gambino <laughs> yeah. is his rap name, but he <laughs> that guy has a lot to say. Yes. Yeah. It's, true. I guess he's not the same as Lil Dicky. Forgive me for the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, in terms of like comedy and his earlier stuff. Yeah. Like his like camp and right. A little bit of because of the internet, there was definitely like yeah. a turn, tinges of comedy right. because that's when he was like in the main stages of writing for for like NBC shows and Community. Mm-hmm. So that's how he that's how he originally started. Yeah, yeah but now like, he has like music videos that have a lot more meaning to it than you would like think. This is America. Yeah, yeah like which won a Grammy, <laughs> and that and that song has a lot to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. about social media, the society. Right, and it's just one song though. Yeah, you know it'll be on number one for how many charts and then drake will come out with something and oh i love drake and, and blow you out the water even though drake, <laughs> some of drake's songs do have something to say a lot of it is flexing yes. yeah yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not a big fan of that at all i don't like that to be honest it, unfortunately i still listen to but it but that's the stuff that because, people like to listen to yeah I, not necessarily i don't really like listening to it i i can't so why say do that. you listen to because it? i like drake as a person and he just makes <laughs> like his sound is fire yeah he makes sounds that he um, makes songs that you can really vibe to. his slow right that's what it is right the you know the songs he makes when he's rapping about uh you know flexing whatever that's that's just whatever but he, he actually does have a lot of songs that you know either talk about love or yeah. you know even if it does yeah. have to do with money it's about kind of doing it on the come up if that makes sense yeah motivational in a way even though it's not motivational but you know you 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 rap it and you feel you feel big because now you know you still have to make music that's gonna be able to be listened to by a lot of people right but before when streaming used to be just radio and Mm -hmm. granted you did get money from getting radio play but that was submitting your music to people that submitted it to people that they think they would like it yeah. So radio, yeah. like you were sending it to a middleman pretty much. Now you just send your music straight to your listener. True. So yeah, now, that, yeah. now it's not as much pressure because if you're gonna, if you're a big Drake fan like Zeon is, you're not gonna have to worry about what a radio person thinks about his music. Right. All you have to know is that you like it. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, like we said before, a big win for consumers, and a bit and a you know it is a is it is a good win for artists that are already big right and have made a lot of money before streaming really hit the big time but as now you're really <laughs> not going to be making that much no. unless people you know really bump your songs right yeah. like look um, at like look at little pump when's the last time he released something big i don't like little pump 
Oh, wow. <laughs> like, and then no, Lil Nas X, you know, came out with was seven was his album name, right? Yeah, I and think that so. had a couple bumps off it. Old Town Road. I think I oh, actually yeah. really liked all of the songs off of that. Mix. Yeah. I, I I don't even know if it was an album. It was like a mixtape or something. I don't know what it was. What do you even consider? Because like albums, mixtapes matter it, anymore. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I'm Chance saying. Chance Rapper's Coloring Book was a mixtape, and that thing was as that thing was an album. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was better than his album, quote his unquote. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Album. Wow. Water, that's crazy. Album. I feel like. <laughs> What? Hot damn hot, hot water, water, hot, hot shower. shower. I feel like the word album kind of almost has no meaning to it. Maybe on paper, like, you know, to an artist, it means something, but. To so the RCAA, it does. True, yeah. The people that, Which, that you know, give out platinums. Yeah. So and I, guess, I guess Drake comes out with albums. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, okay. So it, it does matter now that I think about it. Um, but I realized, like, again, not in the 90s, you know, when you're pumping out music, uh, a lot of artists obviously were. were relying on radio heavily yes but then you had tv programs too like mtv music oh, oh that yeah. was a huge wow. yeah we yeah. haven't even talked about that right that was a huge holy cow uh, yeah like, forgot about that uh opportunity for artists yeah put right? the music back in mtv I remember yeah that was yeah. a big movement in the like mtv earlier VH1, this decade right because right. you and know then concerts obviously yes. so yeah tours i, well, I think back then concerts were made it were hmm had much more mag- magnitude like it was yes. just a, oh my god on a bigger Let's scale have yeah. you seen that video of dmx performing at what yes bro <laughs> but i realized every, that was just like that wasn't really dmx's concert they were there to see other people right as well. but just the fact that that the many whole crowd went yeah. to go yeah. see uh to a festival like that right right and yeah. just to see like the main acts because you know rage against the machine was also at that woodstock yeah. and they had a no, a huge crowd. DMX too. definitely did have almost. It looked like the whole world like was bumping. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me? Yup, and some and some red overalls. It was yeah. it was great. But now touring is the real money maker, which is why you see bands like Twenty One Pilots, granted as big as they are, still touring for like 150 days straight, going to different countries. Yeah, and that's sure they're pushing this album to as many people because. So do you do you think artists are working? harder now or Absolutely. less harder definitely or about the same because keep in mind back then you had to rely on sales not just streams which is kind of a harder sell in my opinion right that's true um you had to obviously do concerts you had to be on mtv you had to be yeah. on the radio you had to be on a lot i think bigger things. bands and it's the same now you have to be on a lot of streaming services i think bigger bands are working less harder and smaller bands are working more harder. Like Drake, we looked it up before his. That was a worked. double negative, by the way. Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> what I, more harder? More. Oh, that's a double positive, really. But, oh right. Okay. Uh, yeah, because but let let let's take a Drake for example. Yeah. yeah. Hotline Bling. How many commercials did that song play in? Yeah, you're right. Like that was on and TV that's like making, every day. That's making money from that. Yeah. And making money from streams, making money okay. from the music video. And so now he doesn't have to worry about, you know, touring as much because he, that song is has a lot more outlets to make money. Right. And right. also he does more commercials and advertisements at being a big artist that he is. And now music artists that are starting from the bottom locally, they have more outlets to put their music on, mm-hmm. but they have to work harder to earn money mm-hmm. in order to keep going. Mm. So I, I just think it's, 
it's it leveled yeah. out yeah because small would... bands used to be able to make good money and and make a living back in the 90s when all they had to do was just sell a few thousand cds yeah. every every month and you know that puts ten thousand dollars in their hand especially if they didn't have a record label mm -hmm. because then let's say you you're performing a few shows in california which is was like a huge garage punk band scene where a lot of local bands come from mm -hmm. and they're selling uh 20 albums per show and they have a show every day you know they're doing different bars and stuff like that and they sell 20 albums was 20 times 30 that's 600 albums and let's say those albums were I thought $10 a piece, $6,000 and that's just cash. And then what, however much money the, the cover is, you, you give your portion to the, to the, uh, venue and then you keep all those album sales. $6,000 Yeah, for, you know, just playing shows and right. selling your CDs. Right. Now in order to earn $6,000 as a band, you need to work hard and spend a lot of money now to yeah, do it because yep. now you need to pay social media accounts to you know for advertising or pay money to go on the road and go to these shows that might only have like 10 people you might be paying a venue a hundred dollars to play and if only 10 people show up you're not making money yeah right? <laughs> uh, how do you think the sound of, of music has changed i think it's gotten a lot faster so, in terms like, of song length and the words that song the, length what do you mean? so okay so I'm, let's let's use uh takashi 69 right one of his biggest hits oh that's billy. what you mean yeah yeah like oh, the song length, like yeah. shorter in time. billy okay. was a huge hit yeah that song is one minute and 30 yeah. seconds oh, long. okay yeah okay it's like and, roxanne yeah. right roxanne. roxanne is very short yeah. a lot of the songs that that you play in your car Look at the times. Yeah, yeah that's one true. One minute fifty. Yeah, yeah. One minute forty. Versus maybe, songs maybe like two minutes, minutes twenty tops. Like right. All little. Um, if you guys know the baby, he all his his on his recent album or sorry Kirk. previous. I think even Kirk legit. I think most of them were like two minutes and thirty seconds or yeah, or now, under that. Because now, if you put out a two minute song, let let let's for, say for example. You have a nice idea for a song, right? Yeah. But there's two different parts. You split that song into two parts. Oh, okay. And now you have two different songs that get money for streams. Oh, oh. Mm. That, see, that's smart. Okay. So that's why a lot of people are pumping out music like that. Right. And it's becoming faster. Whereas before, you know, people really had to take time because they had to worry about the quality of the music. Like you hear right. a lot of a lot of complaints about the baby saying like all of the songs sound the same. They do. <laughs> they do yeah but that does not stop people from listening to that cd because now no. they're just used to his flow and his rhythms and they like hearing that it's all the same they like the you, consistency oh you know that brings me into another topic oh my <laughs> goodness because so people are furious that the baby songs sound the same yeah but if you oh, try to nice. switch it up They'd be just as furious. Yeah, that's true. Right? If they try to go like singing Drake, or something like that. for an example. <laughs> hey. Ooh, I don't know if I should talk about that now, but the, people like to call Drake a culture vulture. But imagine he was, imagine he made Take Care like three more times. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Nah. People, people would still people be. People would want change. Exactly. So, uh, and culture vulture shouldn't have a negative connotation because the culture vulture just means you appreciate like other people's. Uh, sorry, other cultures' music. 
So well, I think it's also different if they're trying to use that culture to profit for themselves. Right. So that's a different Which topic. I don't think Drake is doing. I don't think so either. But there are some there's, people there are some people that do do that. There's some people that do that. There are signs of Drake like doing that because, you know, if there's a certain style of music that's hot out, you know, Drake will try to make a track. Dance to, hall. Okay. To, huh? Dance hall. Yeah, right. Like dance hall. <laughs> and he he does it great too. Like freaking when one dance was out in Controller, bro, everyone right. was whining up right. and down that's true. to those songs. Um, I I still, you know, personally don't think he was trying to profit or sorry, maybe he was, you know, maybe Probably. he was, maybe he wasn't. We, we don't know. Um but but I mean it's Drake at the end of the day he's gonna profit yeah, off every song he puts out exactly he does not need to to do it that way but I think he just appreciates the music so much and obviously if it's in style like why not try yeah. to capitalize off of it you'll get uh, some bucks out of it but anyways like I said that's yeah so just the different. quality of music has definitely gone down whether you see that as a positive or a negative depends on what kind of music you listen to if you like True. listening to rap music then you're probably going to like the direction that it's going just because you're getting a lot more of it. Mm. You're getting a lot of different styles mm. of it. I'm, I wouldn't say so. Because I was one of those guys that liked rap music that was somewhat meaningful. Or like J. Cole. I had, mm, in a sense, Ooh. no. So Lil Wayne and Eminem, for example. Okay. They yeah, were, they, they yeah. were they huge the on, on metaphors, similes, punchlines. Oh, don't even get me started on Lil Wayne's <laughs> vocabulary, bro. <laughs> I don't know how he did. There's a book on how Fast. Lil Wayne. Thesaurus. Exactly. Exactly. Like, he's amazing. And no one makes music like that anymore in terms no. of, like, uh, the the delivery and, and the, you know, surprise punchlines. Like, freaking when he said, all G's move in silence like lasagna, like, everyone was <laughs> was bugging over that. Because that was, that that, was like, exactly. Who thinks of that? All G's movement silence like lasagna. And that's in the grand scheme of things, it might be like a simple line. It might be And like, not but, to say that there aren't artists that speak right, some fire bars right. nowadays, but it's just not as common. Exactly. Or so it's seen I'm, as corny. I'm not a I'm not a fan of, of how the music industry has sorry, the rap music industry has been uh moving towards this new like mumble rap slash um. uh trap style i don't even know what to yeah call i mean it. i don't really the, listen to unfortunately stuff either i still listen to it because i want something to listen to and it does That's get me fair. hyped yeah and it, it is catchy too yeah, it's it so i listen to catchy. it but you know i'm not i'm not gonna say that like i'm a huge fan of it yeah i mean That's, i don't i don't really listen to this stuff my all, a lot of my friends do but uh our music our music styles are just completely different <laughs> I, I like like I can even listen to instrumental music and and find joy in it. I remember we went to your house and then you were just putting a video of instrumental for like what twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, uh, you know I went to go see good too. I went to go see Snarky Puppy and they're completely instrumental band. But is their music gonna blow up and be the biggest? Nope. Like, are they gonna crack top two hundred? Oh, do you guys probably on release and then that's it? Speaking of instrumental music, do you guys know who Fish is? Yeah, P H I S H. Yeah, yeah. My boss is a huge fan of him. No way, really. Yes, he's you, probably seen them. They've come to Connecticut. Nah. Yeah, times. he's seen them a bunch. Actually, he he's a huge fan, right? He, They're great. I uh, love them. Like, they're so technical and they are. What kind of that's it, yo? If play? he wants, they're, they're like they're so. It's hard to explain. Their it music, really is, but it's very like okay. complex, like drum beats and like they're just guitar piano. Yeah, and they okay. they kind of freestyle some most of it yeah at least in their live shows like they'll start oh, off yeah 
They'll so s- I've seen an interview about fish and those like someone will have an idea and then they'll bounce off that idea yeah. and then they'll bounce off that idea and then the keyboard jump in and then just make a song right on the spot. Okay. Yeah, I should I I got to get him on here cuz he he <laughs> he'll go on days about this band. And obviously he listens to different music and he has I think his opinions on music are great. But and you know the, that those bands will always have their fans but right. it's very it's going to be very hard for bands like that to attract new followers. Yeah. Like luckily for me, I play drums, so I have a deeper appreciation of hearing drum parts in an instrumental track versus trap beats that get reused and recycled through different artists in rap. So that's why it's a little harder for me to listen to that because I just don't see I, I just not getting anything out of it. So now that we talked about how the quality of music has changed over the past thirty years, now we're gonna talk about how widespread music has become in the past 30 years so before if you like the local band let's say in new york city usually the only people that would hear it are going to be in new york city Mm -hmm. and now since music is so widespread and now we have more international artists than ever such as bts Mm -hmm. and your bad bunny and j balvin yeah how do you guys feel about that how do you guys feel about having such wide access to international music and how has it changed your music taste if it has as consumers we all win it true yes right no 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 go you go no you go all right so we all (laughs) like anime right (laughs) yeah yeah we're all big fans of anime how easy is it now more than ever to listen to uh opening that you really like in one of your favorite animes and just being able to listen to that song however many times you want whether it be on youtube or Apple Music or something like or that. Or Spotify, yeah. It's very convenient. So right. easy. It's a lot easier than having to wait, like, what, I got 10 o'clock at night and just waiting for the show to come on just to hear it. Yeah. When you can <laughs> and, just open and it up on your phone now. I mean, we could talk about, you know, TV and streaming another day. But even then, you know, listening to a, a song that you liked on a TV show was really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. But now that we have, like, all these soundtracks from different movies, whether it be an international film or a domestic film now we just have that and we're right. able to listen to it it's like steven universe they have such great music <laughs> but like so when it comes to international music have you guys found anything that you guys like in in these past few years of you know streaming him in the big time that you probably wouldn't have listened to before Joel, just raise your mic a little bit. Uh, i can't say because i i remember somehow finding like reggae music a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had the PSP and I would download music on my <laughs> PSP, which is crazy now yeah. that I think about it. Holy crap. Uh, anyways, yeah, I used to listen to a lot of like Jamaican artists. And uh, obviously now it's easier for me to find more Jamaican. Because again, I, I would only listen to music within a very small scope of artists slash genres. So I, I would only listen to like the same like 10 songs. Obviously now I can branch out and listen to any you know mm. artist yes. slash music genre uh, which is which is a plus like i said we're like we're all winning at the end of this we're getting the content we want and it's super easy to get access to it right and it's a lot easier for international artists to break through to oh, the mainstream yeah, now for sure just yeah. because of how many people they can push their music to right like bad bunny he he hails from puerto rico you know, he has a very unique style of rapping for, you know, Latin music, 
and kind of yeah. came to the forefront in the few in the past few years. Yeah. Thanks to like J Balvin and Cardi B, you know, making it more known here in the U.S. But now that we have that access, now people in Europe or China, the or UK, the UK, yeah. like anyone can listen to that From song, anywhere. and now it's a, such a known thing yeah. that it can be worldwide. It's it's, it's amazing. amazing really. There was a time before where you couldn't do that. It was only like local, like United States. Right. That's it. Yeah, like you had radio, you had CDs that you would have to put into your CD player, walk around with headphones, and even <laughs> right. now it's like everyone's got wireless headphones. People just yeah. slap those things on and listen to whatever they want. Exactly. It's so easy to listen to music nowadays. I'm so sorry to all the local bands that are going to struggle Yeah, because it's going to be a struggle, you know, getting your name out there. And, you know, especially if you really if you really are passionate about it and you really want to push your music to different people, it's it's going to be a lot harder now. And, you know, now that consumers are having such an easier time finding new music, it's going to be even harder to be able to stand out. Right. To stand out, because now, you know, people before will listen to their pop acts. Like Ariana Grande, Halsey, and then BTS just came out of nowhere in the past couple of years and spread blew their, the yeah, water. BTS blew army throughout the United States to the point where they have hundreds of thousand listeners in cities I've never even heard of. <laughs> <laughs> and now they like, especially with you know the the ongoing support that they're getting. You know their music videos are popping. Their tours are being done in stadiums and they're being sold out within like minutes. You know, they're they're succeeding, of course. But when it comes to local artists, it's just going to be a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, it, again, it, it all comes back to this time quantity instead right. of quality. Quantity. Right? Yeah. Putting wanna... out stuff for your fans yeah. so that they stream it more versus putting out stuff that critics will like. Because... Who cares about what critics say anymore? And like music critics are becoming less and less, you know, unless you're like Anthony Fantano, which who hails out of Middletown, actually. Um, He's, he's a pretty big music critic on YouTube Mm. and you know, he, he obviously has his fans and he keeps growing up. Yeah. But whether or not people are listening to his opinions, that's a whole nother story. Cause you know, he is a very entertaining music critic. He has his certain style of doing things, Mm -hmm. but it's now you once once someone releases an album what no his stomach just that was me yes (laughs) that was not me my boy hungry (laughs) so once someone releases an album now you just get it directly to you so you don't have to worry about doing a middleman and seeing what a critic has to say before going out and buy it you just see it for yourself because it's free or five dollars a month or however much you pay for apple music or spotify International music artists are going to have it a lot easier just because now they can get out of their own country and push it toward yeah. much more populated countries like the United States or China or wherever else people like to listen to music. Right. All right. You guys have any last words for this topic? Uh, I mean, music in general is just a very powerful source. I agree. Yes. It, one it, of the biggest industries in the world in the world and uh and there's a there's a demand for it which which is interesting because uh music it, it's starting to sound the same now obviously not bts or 
you know, eventually they well, probably it's a different will. Language, it's a different language. So to, to the people who understand it or the people who probably don't understand it. I'm sure there's a there's lot of people lot of... who do not understand a word they're saying. Yeah. But still love it. Yeah. It's I, like me with Spanish music. Sometimes I don't know everything what they're saying, yeah. but I added a I still a love couple... it. I still know the words. <laughs> I don't know what along. they're saying, but I know the words. Like, Oh, like, uh, do you guys listen to French music? Nope. Well, wow, that was such a dumb question. But <laughs> like, there's really, this no. one French song that sounds so good, but I have no idea what they're saying. Louis Armstrong did a um a, like a cover of it. I forgot. I think it was called La Vie en Rose. It's a very popular song. It's so beautiful. The French version is oh, <laughs> like it's it's a very romantic song. But it, it that just says how powerful music can be. It's just, right. Yeah. And like, regardless, the, and without streaming, it's. You wouldn't have never heard that song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it would have been lost to time. Right. And, and it's and now people like me that appreciate the classics from the '60s and '70s, you know, funk music, uh, and you know, like disco and stuff like that. People like me are gonna have a easier time going back and listening to that song just because how easy it is to look for it, and because it's now available on those streaming platforms. Now I can just go back and listen to that music. Why do I gotta listen to new music? When I got all the right. the old classic songs from the '90s and before that oh, yeah. to listen to, yeah, like, so it it makes it, uh, it it's helpful for older folks too. I mean, I know it, it's hard to adapt to the change understand. and understand and un- <laughs> understand the technology that's allowing you, that's allowing you to play music through your <laughs> through your cellular device. I'm sure that's a concept that old people are still trying to figure out absolutely uh, but it, it's beneficial to them too because like they don't have to adapt to this new music uh some of them do, just don't want to some of them do actually which is also very intriguing to all right so before we wrap it up i do have a question for our viewers now i kind of already know what the answer is going to be but if you had a choice between having a cd player that was accessible everywhere, whether it was in your car or it was like a little tiny thing. Let's say CDs were smaller. And so that way you can buy an album for your artists. Or would you rather keep the the widespread ability and portability of streaming? Because now, you know, it's, it's a lot cheaper for us to go out and get new music that we want to listen to. But it's also more supporting if you go out and buy that album. So what would you rather do? Would you rather buy an album for your artists or would you rather just stream their music 5,000 times to make them a few bucks? Well, that's just something to think about. That's interesting. I had a customer uh, uh, tell me that their kid still, like I'm talking like 15 year old kids, like listens to CDs still. Physical is forever. Physical. Yeah. Which is wild. Cause like w- when I was 15, I was sorry. When I was 15, I was not listening to cd players but when i was younger than that and 15 year olds now on average are definitely not listening to cd no. so i found that very interesting right like, like i have a cd how is that player possible i have a cd player in my car so yeah. that's the only place where i would go out and buy a cd and put it inside my car to listen to right. it yeah but something crazy was i went to a best buy one time because i heard a song that i really liked after in the movie and I was like, oh, I'm going to go check if Best Buy has this album. It was a Ra- it was Rage Against the Machine's first album. So it wasn't like no local band or yeah. anything like that. This was a pretty well-known band. And this was a pretty big CD for its time. So I went to Best Buy 
went up to the guy. I was like, where do you guys sell the CDs here? He was, he was like, oh, uh, they're in that bin over there. <laughs> and this bin was like, you would have thought it was a clearance bin. Wow. Because the CDs were just all thrown in there. Yeah. Like no oh care God. in the world. Oh my God. It was, it was devastating for me. Me and I'm me sorry and, you had to go through Me that. and John, we actually like I was like, come on, John, help me look for the C D. And like he was like, What does it look like? I was like, It's it's gray, it's black and white, and it has a lot of fire on it. So we dug through and we were digging, digging, digging. And he and like I kept flipping over albums, like, Oh, this is a good album, but this is not the one I want. And he find he reached one, he was like, Is it this one? And we found it. Wow. I'm surprised but just the you found fact it. that it was that hard yeah. to find a classic yeah. album like that in in a bin right. where CDs were just thrown. It was just like wow. This CD thing is not gonna last nope. much longer. Not at all. You know, and we'll always see like vinyls be available. Yeah, just because yeah. they're collectible. You mm-hmm. know, maybe not a lot of people are using them to play them, but it looks nice when you put them up on display. Yeah, it's interesting to see new artists. Sorry, sorry, big artists still having vinyls actually. Yeah. Which yeah, I, I see that. I find that dope. I, I would love to get me a Drake vinyl. Oh. <laughs> And they're yeah. nice pieces. Like, they're pretty yeah. big. Yeah. So oh, yeah. they're easy to see. And yep. if you have a record player, they sound amazing. I'm getting one. CD, like, the audio quality goes from streaming on your phone to CD and then to vinyl. You listen to, if you're a vinyl purist, it's very hard to go back to streaming just because it sounds wow. that different. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have to try it out. So try it out. Get, get experimental. And if you really want to support an artist that you really like, make sure you're either buying their merch, going to see them at shows. Or buying their CDs because streaming is just not doing that much nowadays. No, unless, no, not for that. unless you have a lot of people listening to it. But as an individual, that's what you can do to help them out. And if you're an artist on the rise, be sure to not just release music on streaming. Go out to play shows. Have CDs ready. Have merch ready. Cause do not have CDs ready. Don't listen to that. You know some guy, I freaking... I was... On the job at a gas station trying to fill up a car and some dude legit tried to freaking get me to buy his That's CDs. different. Yeah. That's different. It, it's different, sure, but regardless of the approach, I'm not buying a CD. But no, if you're having okay, like a do concert. Do not hand out your CDs in New York City and tell people to listen to your mixtape. Do not do that. Don't. Even if you're a good artist. No, don't but like do it. But like okay, if you have well, a concert. But if and you're then, at a concert yeah. and you're selling merch. What really? After all we just said, no sir. After, so, <laughs> no okay, sir. Okay, so let's all say right. if let's say you went to a Drake concert, and I'm not buying a Drake CD. <laughs> I can go on Spotify. <laughs> do, do not. Okay. So, yeah, Drake, he had, he so Drake has millions of Clear, views. Clearly, Zion, Drake is different. Clearly, Zion has to go back and watch and listen to this podcast because <laughs> no. he has a lot to learn about streaming. Because we nah, just listen, said that if you really no, want to support it. artists, I get it. But at the same time, word of mouth is good too. So what about Tiny Moving Parts? Would you buy a CD from theirs if you could? No, I would. I would get a vinyl probably. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah that does a lot for them. Okay. So listen now. I just put vinyl moving, sorry, tiny, <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny moving parts to two more people. If this, you know, podcast goes live, it's going to be a f- like maybe a couple hundred more people, right? Just off of me saying that. So that's a couple hundred more streams, uh, a like a couple more dollars, cu- not even dollars, but like 
let's say uh, a couple of streams per person, whatever. Right. You know. If they listen to right, like, exactly. an, uh, an so, entire album. Yeah. So, like, so let's say that's more powerful. That's more powerful than one out of 10 people buying. Which a CD. is why I said it was easier to get big because now word of mouth is so easy. Yeah. Right. Because you can just share media, the yeah. Spotify link with people. And right. Yeah. And if they like it, they'll listen to it a lot more. Yeah. So, but I think that this is a good place to wrap it up. So this has been, wait, did you say rap? Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm about to kill it. Uh, Okay. Give me a word. Beat. Drop. Hot. You not. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) This has been the Chopping It Down podcast featuring your three Trabajar hosts, Zion, Joel, and your boy Daniel. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Peace out. See ya. That was amazing. That was great. That was awesome. Your car lights are on again. Damn it, they...